What's up, brother? And welcome to the Becoming Kings podcast. I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and men's lifestyle fulfillment coach. I've dedicated my life to helping men who feel like they're just not living up to their full potential to level up and become the king of their kingdoms. So whether you've been feeling stuck or numb or extremely angry with not living up to your greatest potential in any area of your life, then I'll be in your ears every week dropping some truly transformative episodes to help you become a man that you're proud to be. I'm glad you're here. Let's get to it. What's going on? It's Johnny King. It's, it's fascinating how some of these things happen. Certainly wasn't planning on talking about this on my podcast today. However, it just seems relevant. I've had three conversations today. One of them with my buddy that I met at a Tony Robbins event in Whistler, Canada, back in 2013. He and I chat every other week uh, and have since we met in 2013, so eight years ago. It's crazy. I had another conversation uh, with my mindfulness coach, uh, who helps kind of support me in my spiritual journey and meditation and, and whatnot. And then I had a conversation with a gal that I'm going to have on my podcast, and there was some some themes kind of interwoven through all of these conversations today that I think are relevant <laughs> and worth bringing up in this conversation uh, as you're listening to this. And again, I really want to appreciate you in taking time to listen because there's certainly a lot of other podcasts you can listen to. But one thing that I have always wanted to be uh, sure of and that is, uh, if you were to listen to me on the podcast, see a video of me, go to one of my men's meetings, hang out with me on a Friday night, that I'm the same dude, right? Um, because I even even years ago, I remember <laughs> whenever uh, you know the the camera would start or I'd start recording a podcast. You know, of course, is like. It's so funny. People all of a sudden change their voices. They're like, hello, this is Johnny King. Welcome to the Becoming King. It's like, wh- why are you all of a sudden presenting? And yet we, we all we all do that at times when we get insecure, right? We're presenting in front of uh, coworkers at work. We're presenting ourselves in front of, you know, neighbors or family, right? We, we can get nervous and, and think that uh, more of a professional <laughs> approach uh, – it's more respectful, right? And always having been raised to like mind my manners and be a good boy and all those things, a lot of times we're, we're for me personally kind of repressing the, the childlikeness that's in me. And, you know, any of my closest friends, my family members, the, the gals that I've been, you know, romantic with, those that really get to know me, uh, and, and I'm thinking more more in the context of like an intimate relationship. When they, gals that I'm dating, they, they sometimes I think become surprised of how childlike I am. Now, I say childlike, not immature, right? There's immaturity, which I'm certainly can be at times, right? But more childlike, I just enjoy, you know, being around my nieces and my nephews, just being around children certainly bring out my childlikeness. Being around certain friends of mine, I just become goofy, you know? And yet, I'm, I'm saying all this because I'm setting up the, the thought that 
when it comes to men's work, okay, quote unquote, becoming kings, like there can be a degree of just heaviness to that, you know, I know for myself, I've always just put so much pressure on myself to live up to my own expectations that a lot of times that can actually be minimizing or suffocating rather than, you know, supportive, right? But when I am happiest, um, for instance, this past weekend with Halloween, I went to a bunch of parties, Friday night, Saturday night, two nights in a row that I stayed up until 4 (laughs) a.m. And I had so much fucking fun. It was not even funny. See, that doesn't make sense. Uh, I just, I just love being around people. I love dancing. I love making people laugh. I love being goofy. That's just who I am. But when it comes to, you know, again, men's work or when I was coaching women for eight years prior to kind of, you know, rebranding and and focusing more on supporting men, there was always just this level of seriousness because we're talking about trauma. We're talking about sexual trauma, sexual abuse, physical abuse, uh, limiting, you know, just heavy limiting beliefs, horrible habits that are killing, you know, men and women. It's just like to be in that space. And for me being kind of an empath at times, like to take that on is, it's exhausting. So I think for me personally, there's times when I'm like questioning, why am I fucking doing this work? Why am I, why am I even putting forth the effort? Right. And my mind will wander like, Oh, I could go back and do a corporate job. And, the the reality though is that you know to to just for me to 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 do something just to gain security or certainty i get very bored with that very quickly because with certainty and security there oftentimes is is very little growth right so for you to grow you have to risk for you to grow you have to be willing to step out of your comfort zone right like i go into the gym for me to grow and become stronger, I actually, like, sometimes I'll be like, well, I could do the 35s. I, I'm pretty sure I can get through a set of those. 40s would really be pushing it. Mm, eh, you know, and I'm just more accustomed to that, and I'm using it as an analogy. I'm certainly more accustomed to failing in the gym because I really, really know how that translates into growth, both physically and mentally, right? And yet then in real life, especially when it involves the heart, it can be so much scarier to risk, whether we're talking about romantic risk or entrepreneurial or business risk. You know, maybe you're going to go ask for that promotion or you're going to leave a comfy, a comfy job to go start your own thing or to move to another company, right? And uh, maybe you're taking a pay cut or you're moving across the country with your family. Like there's all those like, oh shit, like, sphincter pucker moments if you know what I mean right but those are like man that's actually what gives life uh the juice and and the and like the 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 reason for living because if everything was predictable and boring like then what the hell is the point of doing anything right so the purpose of this this particular podcast episode is really focused on the very last element of my book, which is focused, again, on fulfillment. And by fulfillment, I mean, like, like whatever makes you happy, whatever makes you feel good and, and, and 
and have fun, right? So for me, it's like doing what I did this past weekend. It's listening to great music, going to concerts, going to to uh, parties, meeting cool people, having great conversations, being goofy, um, you know, traveling the world, eating great food. <laughs> like I said, just learning that that to me is a huge, huge part of the excitement of of life, trying new things uh, without being reckless, of course. Um, but I, I bring this up because I really want you to question in your life, like how much of your life is monotonous, is predictable, is just checking the boxes. Okay. Certainly still there's, there's plenty of that for me. We are, let's, let's be honest. We are creatures of habit. There's nothing wrong with that. We all need a certain level of certainty and security to feel safe. I totally get it. Right. But then there is also a threshold where too much of a good thing creates boredom, right? So that's why when I've talked about in previous podcasts and why I learned this from Tony Robbins, we have a need for certainty, but we also simultaneously or paradoxically have the same or have a similar, or I should say, no, it's not similar, but it's kind of on the same wavelength, a differing need of uncertainty. So we need variety and excitement and romance and adventure. But then too much of that that can actually still get boring. You know, people be like, oh yeah, I'm traveling the world and every single day I'm traveling to a new island and I'm just bored. <laughs> You'd think like, what? How can you get bored with that? But I do realize how sometimes just living out of a suitcase and being a nomad and that sort of thing can get boring, right? Um, I have plenty of friends and family who, the family life, there are the, there's so much activity there, you know, because like, oh, we got the kids and, you know, the weekends and we've got sporting events and concerts and parties at school and, you know, meetings and, you know, raising kids can be very, like I said, have a lot of activity, but it can also be extremely boring. Do you see what I mean? So for you to really focus on what would be something that you could start doing that, that may not have to like, you have to quote unquote, make more time but would allow you to have some more variety, okay? For me, one of those things is learning a new language, okay? I took a lot of Spanish in junior high and high school, so six years, essentially, of Spanish. I didn't learn really anything. Not only that, but I was dating a Mexican-American for three and a half years who spoke fluent Eng or Spanish right, and English. I was tutored by her mom. I still didn't learn any of that. <laughs> my sister-in-law is Guatemalan, so my little sister can speak fluent Spanish. And not until, you know, the last couple of years have I been motivated to learn a language. But when I just decided I was going to do it, because it's I, I see just through a lens of like, oh, it's just fun. It would be fun to be able to connect with other people who speak other languages. That would be amazing. And I was like, you know what? It's just fun. It's one of those things to keep my brain sharp. So I pay for Duolingo. I'm on there every day for 10 to 15 minutes. And I'm learning Spanish. And then once I have Spanish licked, which at this point should be maybe seven years from now, which again is kind of like, what? Seven years? I'm like, well, it's better than nothing, right? How cool is that? I'm bilingual at that point. And then I'll start learning another one. Maybe it'll be Italian. I want to live in Italy. 
So I don't know. But that to me, again, those are the little things that don't require more time really because I can, gosh, I have 10 minutes. I can carve out 10 minutes um, of my of my life rather than scrolling through social media. But it allows me to feel a uh, like an investment into the richness of my life. And then when I meet people uh, who speak Spanish, I can like practice with them and that's kind of fun. And so all that is to, to say that like, find your thing for me it's uh you know it's it's spanish but for you it might be you know cooking it could be you know anything else that really kind of you know maybe taking dance lessons right or starting artwork uh it could be anything so the the challenge for you is to to do something that really really would make you happy but maybe isn't tied to what you normally are defaulting into which is like to make money or to support your family, or like do something that might be solely for you. Because then a lot of the coaching that I'm doing with guys, it's really getting clear about their values, right? Getting very clear about the things that mean the most to them, recognizing where there's uh, any conflict of values, because that is what creates sabotage, self-sabotage. So if there's anything in your life that you really want, but you're not doing it, it's typically because you have a kind of a more... Uh, powerful value that you're moving away from, right? Versus the value that you're moving towards. So that's a whole nother conversation. But once men become clear about what they value, they can actually move into their sense of purpose and clarity and taking action so much more freely, freely than being bogged down with all the other stuff. So I digress. Uh, that would be what I would suggest is just look for areas where you can just have more fun. What what would life look like if you were just enjoying it more without being like, oh, well, I'd love to travel the world or go spend a, a month, you know, <laughs> whatever in Fiji. Like, okay, if it were small, like I agree, that would be awesome. But if it were small, where could you start literally today or tomorrow, depending on what time you're listening to this podcast, that would be an investment in you, you know, so that you can come back and at night when you're brushing your teeth, be like asking your question, asking yourself the question, what have I done today that is an investment in myself for tomorrow? Ask that question. I have that question that's laminated. That question is actually hanging on my mirror right now in my bathroom. And it's a good, a good reminder each night as I'm brushing my teeth to think back like, what did I do? And some days I'm like, I didn't do shit. <laughs> I didn't do anything out of my norm to push myself out of my comfort zone. But that uh, if that's something you can be aware of, that intentionality around that, stepping out of your comfort zone can certainly bring you towards you know a, a healthier and happier life, which at the end of the day, you can have a lot of stuff uh, and a lot of money in the bank and still be deeply unfulfilled. We all know that, right? So what is it that will actually allow you to feel fulfilled and happy today, not sometime in the future, not five years, 10 years, 20 years, once you retire or you get that position at the office or, you know, that house or that car, like all that stuff. I'm telling you now, man, you're going to get that stuff. It might feel good for a moment and it's going to be fleeting. No different than like a brand new little gizmo or new iPhone or new, you know, whatever, like that stuff just doesn't, doesn't last long term. So what is it that makes you feel happy and fulfilled from the inside out versus the outside in? All right. Thanks for listening as always. I appreciate you checking in on this episode of the Becoming Kings podcast. We'll catch up with you soon. I'm looking forward to it. All right, take care. 
That's it for this one, and I want to thank you for listening. Hey, if you got some good ideas from this episode and you want more, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast. And if you think others may benefit from it also, share it on social media and tag me in your post so I can say hey. It would also mean a lot to me if you felt inclined to write a review of the show on Apple Podcasts since I read every single one of them. And if you've got any questions or topics that you'd like to recommend or really just anything that you think I could improve upon, man, I thrive on constructive feedback. So hit me up with an email at podcast at johnnyking.com. Oh, and feel free to also subscribe to my YouTube channel, connect with me on LinkedIn, and follow me on Instagram at Johnny King and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Johnny King Men's Coach. Thanks again for joining me. I'll catch you next time.